Once again, it's an honor to have all of our teenagers here tonight. Uh, this is an activity that we've been excited about, uh, that Walter and Landon and uh, Cody Michael and I have been planning together uh, to get ready for this community. I think it's going to be exciting for us uh, to get together. Uh, some of us go to camp together, some of us don't, uh, but all of us live in the same community, and so uh, this is very exciting for me to, to have everybody here. So I know this is going to sound a little foreign, but I want everyone to get your phone out. Can you get your phone out? I want everybody to get your phone out and get on your browser, your internet browser. If that's Safari, if it's Google Chrome, whatever it is, I want you to get onto your browser and I want you to go to a website. It's called Kahoot. You're going to type in Kahoot.it. Kahoot.it. What? Was that funny? It's kind of a funny name. It really is. We, we've played this before. You've played this at school. Have y'all played this at school before? Well, we're going to do it, all of us. Anybody can play. Get out your phones. Go to Kahoot.it. And in just a second, you should be seeing that page where it says Enter Game Pin. Uh, so in just a second, Joel is going to pop up the Game Pin. And uh, I've already entered it into my phone, uh, but you're going to enter it into your phone. And uh, you'll have a chance to, uh, to enter your name into it. So just enter your name, and uh, we'll get to play. So there's the game pin. I'll come down here where I can see it a little bit better. 5471665. You can see Albie's already logged in and ready to go. That would be me, if y'all were wondering. Or it could have been Walter. Albie could have been Walter. He's a big Auburn fan, so we've got several of those. See, we got names. We got eight players, nine, ten. Wow, this is amazing. Let's see if we can break the uh, 50 mark at least. Maybe some of y'all are playing. You'll have to look up here to, uh, you'll have to look up on the screen to play. We'll play together. Wow, we're almost at 50. Who's Mama Cat? <laughs> is that you, Oren? <laughs> he don't even have a phone, he said. <laughs> okay, we got 61 players. We can do a little better than that. Is there anyone that's not in yet before we move on to the next part? If it, you don't have to be in. It's okay. You can just watch along. All right, we got 67, 68. Okay, there's, there's a few more. There's several more that just entered after I asked that. So, 70. This is awesome. Are we going to get to 100? If we are, then there's a lot of people that aren't in yet. All right, how are we doing? How are we doing? Anybody not in yet? Sorry, kids. Our, it went down. Somebody is not enjoying this at all. That's okay. That's okay. All right, go ahead and hit next, Joel. Right, we're going to ask a couple of questions to kind of help us get started tonight. And you'll have to look. We're going to ask six questions. Are you ready? That's what it's asking first. How do you stay connected with your friends? What's going to happen is on your phone, a couple of options are going to pop up. Triangle is cell phone. Uh, the uh, blue box, whatever that thing is, diamond, is uh, go by their house. Circle is email them. And green is write them letters. So hurry up. You got six seconds. Oh, that's, it's going. We got 60. Somebody's not going to get in. We almost got it. Let's see what our answers are. Wow. 64. Let's just stop here for a second. 
Who writes handwritten letters? Who is the one? I wouldn't normally single anyone out, but since there's just one, I feel like we should know who, the, who it is. Somebody over here probably did that as a joke. Who was it? It was you, Peyton? Okay. <laughs> All right. So 64 out of 75, or something close to that, said they communicate with friends through cell phone. That's pretty phenomenal. That's probably changed a lot throughout our lifetimes. Go on to the next question. How much time do you spend on your phone each day? Zero to one hour is red. Two to four is blue. Four to six is yellow. And six hours plus is green. So go ahead and put your answers in. Those answers are coming in pretty quick. Okay, I think everybody got in this time. Let's see, we got one, zero. Let's see what our answers are going to be. Two to four hours is the main 35. Uh, Then zero to one with 19. But notice six hours plus got nine answers. So, I mean, I feel like that's a pretty good bit. Uh, Johnny, is that you? (laughs) He said, that's me. There you go. So, There are people that spend six-plus hours on their cell phone. That's pretty incredible. Uh, Obviously, this is a pretty big communicating device. All right, let's go on to the next question. How quickly do you respond to a text message? You got red is immediately, blue is 10 to 15 minutes, yellow 30 minutes or more, or green never. Now, I know our youth group, when I send them text, it would be never. Uh, and you probably feel like that if they're, it's your children. Uh, but most of them respond. So look at this. Either immediately or 10 to 15 minutes. That's a text message. Uh, now, somebody said, four people said never. Uh, you either don't have texting or you just really hate when someone texts you. Uh, one or the other. Uh, But most people respond within 15 minutes. Uh, And look at that, a lot immediately. And so uh, if we asked the same question and said, uh, how often do you answer your phone when it rings? Uh, You'd probably get a different set of answers. All right, let's go on to the next one. What medium do you use to talk to your friends? Do you text, red, blue, phone call? Yellow face-to-face or green social media? Text, phone call, face-to-face or social media? This is going to be a tight, tight one, I think. Wow, text got the going away winner there with 35 answers. Um, but then you've got phone call. In second, and face-to-face has more answers than I actually expected, to be honest with you. Uh, And then social media. Let's go ahead to the next one. Which social media platform do you prefer? Do you use the most? Uh, Red Instagram, blue Facebook, yellow Snapchat, or green Twitter? That's a tough one. I might be the only one that answered the question uh, the way I did, but we'll find out. Yeah, the ones that didn't answer aren't on social media. Okay, Facebook with 38, 
We got a couple of Twitters. I was a Twitter person. I like Twitter. Um, so let's see. Uh, we got Instagram with uh, and Snapchat with 25 total. So that's a pretty good bit. All right, let's go ahead to the next one. How often do you check your social media? This is going to be interesting. Again, uh, every 10 to 30 minutes is red. Blue is every hour. Yellow, every two to four hours. Or green, once a day. Now, some of you may say, I don't even check it once a day. I check it like once a week. Well, you can just pick once a day. Let's see how many, how many we get. Once a day is the winner. Um, I bet none of the once a days are up here. Probably more than you do once a day. We got a couple. Okay, I was wrong. That's why you don't assume things. Um, but we've got four said every 10 to 30 minutes. And then uh, every hour, but uh, two to four hours and once a day is pretty much the, uh, the winner. All right, let's go ahead to the next one. Thank you. That's the end. <laughs> all right, so throughout all history, people have been longing to be connected to each other. Uh, we want to be connected. And the way we connect with each other has changed drastically over uh, our lifespan and over your lifespan it will change drastically again i know in my lifetime i'm going to show you how much it's changed uh, we've got two videos i want to show you and these are commercials from the late 80s uh, i think one's 87 and one's 89 so just before i was born in 91 uh, but commercials still looked this way pretty much when i was born uh, so joel go ahead and play that first one A new generation of affordable cellular phones at an incredible price from Radio Shack, the technology store. Hi, Daddy, it's me. And now there's a totally portable phone at a price we've been The totally the affordable twenty four ninety five. Okay, be there soon. <laughs> Radio Shack, the first name in cellular telephone technology. All right, now go ahead and go ahead and play this next one, and I want y'all to notice the, the features that they're spotlighting. Quality made by General Electric. This cellular phone features 832 channel capacity. It's a capacity, great phone, guys. 30 number memory speed. You can hold 30 dial, numbers. Last number redial. Electronic lock while not in use. Adjustable volume control. Horn alert option included. AB system allows both home and car use. Lighted keypad. Lighted keypad. From car to car. Optional battery available for true portable use. Lightweight. State-of-the-art maximum three watts allowed by wow, that's law. A lot of power. And look at this fantastic low price. That's the fantastic no low price of three ninety-seven, including an antenna. So for those of you who don't have an antenna in your phone, you could get this totally affordable. The affordable portable. The affordable portable. And uh, as you could tell with that music in the background, that was like the greatest thing ever invented. Uh, but communication has changed drastically in the past 30 years. Uh, it's been pretty incredible. And people have always wanted to stay connected. And as you could see in that first one, uh, where you could get the totally affordable, completely portable phone for $24.95, 
Uh, I doubt very many people in here had that phone at that time uh, until it became more affordable like the second video with the incredible lighted keypad. Uh, so for those who are disappointed in the phone you have, you could have one of those, I guess. But people have always wanted to be connected. And throughout history, people have been looking for ways to make it even more portable and even more, uh, even easier, anyway, to communicate with each other. And uh, it went from there uh, to emails. I had a couple of videos I thought about showing of the portable computer when it first came out. Uh, and it was a big deal. It was a huge clunker. And uh, it was very heavy, I think 50 pounds or more uh, for the first portable uh, laptop or what we know as a laptop. Uh, but people have always wanted to stay connected. And there's, that's no different in the Bible. I want you to first realize that God never meant for us to be alone. God didn't mean for us to be alone. And we're going to see this. If you would, turn to Genesis chapter 2. Genesis chapter 2, verse 18. And I've got it on the screen if you don't. Uh, but pull it up on your phone. Pull it up however you can. Genesis chapter 2, verse 18. Then the Lord God said, It is not good that man shall be alone. I will make him a helper fit for him. Now notice in, in chapter 1, God saw everything and it was good. God was pleased with his creation, but the problem was the man that he had created was alone and needed a helper. And so God created Eve not just to be his wife, but to be his friend and to be his companion. And, and that's important to realize that Adam needed a friend. He needed someone to experience life with him. God created us to be together. God created Christians to spend life together. Not alone, not by yourself, but together. And God has put Christians, whether you realize it or not, God has put other Christians in every aspect of your life so that you can experience life with them. So that you will have people, you have friends and mentors with you. Um, for those, for our teenagers that are here tonight, maybe some of these people you knew were Christians, maybe some of them you didn't know were Christians, but they go to school with you. There are other Christians in our schools, except we don't talk to them. We don't know because we don't talk to each other. Like we talked about earlier, uh, the, the most common way of communicating is through a cell phone. It's not really face-to-face, -face. and so at school it can make us pretty uncomfortable because we're kind of forced into face-to-face -face communication. Uh, God created us to have people around us, to have Christians around us, not just in this building, but in our schools, in our workplaces, in our uh, places where we experience our hobbies. Everywhere we go, God wants us to have Christians around us. Now, I need a volunteer. I need a volunteer, anyone. All right, you right here. Come on up. I want you to stand right here. And uh, I want you to lift your arms in there. Can you do that? Just hold them there for a minute. All right, turn, everybody turn to Exodus chapter 17. I'll let you know when you can put them down. 
Turn to Exodus chapter 17. We'll get there in a minute, okay? You feeling all right? Can you lift them a little higher? They're kind of starting to sink. I'm kind of nervous about this. All right, Exodus chapter 17, verses 8 through 11. We're going to read that together. Keep those hands up, okay? Then Amalek came and fought with Israel at Rephidim. So Moses said to Joshua, choose for us men and go out and fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with the staff of God in my hand. So Joshua did as Moses told him and fought with Amalek while Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up to the top of the hill. Whenever Moses held up his hand, good job, you're Moses for me right now, keep those hands up. Whenever Moses held up his hand, Israel prevailed. So Israel was victorious. God's people were victorious. I know you want me to speed this up, don't you? You're doing okay? Okay. <laughs> but Moses' hands grew weary. Do you feel that? Do you feel like your hands are growing weary? A little bit. It's only been just a few minutes. But Moses' hands grew weary, so they took a stone and put it under him. Uh, so so now let me get two more volunteers. Let's see. Uh, let's see. You right here and Samantha. You can come on up. Now I want you all to come on up here. Come on up here. And uh, are, you, are you tired? Are your har- arms hurting a little bit? Okay. I want you all to, you can come on up, Samantha. I want you all to hold her arms up, okay? Just kind of help her out there as high as you can. Hold them up. All right, now let's go ahead and read verses 12 and 13. But Moses' hands grew weary, so they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat on it while Aaron and Hur held up his hands, one on one side and the other on the other side. So his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. Now, what I want you to realize is in this story, see, he's so strong, he only needs one hand. Uh, In this story, God's people went into battle, and They used Moses, Uh, God was using Moses, and when he held his arms up with his staff, uh, they were victorious. But just like all of us would, and what's your name again? Just like Mackenzie's did, her arms started to get a little tired. Moses' arms started to get a little bit tired, and they started to fall, and that was when God's people began to be defeated. And what I want you to see is that's how life is, okay? When you try to do it alone, you're going to get tired. You're going to get weary. You're going to fall. You're going to make mistakes. And that's why God has created other Christians to hold you up. God has created other Christians to put them in your pathway to help you when things get rough. Now, notice at first, Moses tried to do it alone. He kept his arms up there, and for a a time, he was able to survive alone. Y'all are doing a great job. Are your hands starting to get tired now? Okay, I'll I'll hold your arm. Yeah, you can put your arm. Y'all can sit down. Thank you. Thank y'all so much. But as long as we try to do it alone, eventually you're going to get tired. And some of you may feel that right now. She's shaking them. They're, they're, They're tired. Some of you may be feeling that now, that your arms are tired, your, your body is tired. You feel like you've made mistakes in your life. 
But God has placed people. And it's time for us to recognize who those people are so that they can help us hold our arms up, to help us through life's troubles. Now, I want you to go to Acts chapter 2. The first century church, I think, did some things well. I think they did some things right. And I think they did some things that can help us today in keeping connected with each other, keeping connected with other people in the church. And we're going to look at Acts chapter 2, verses 42 and 43 first. Acts chapter 2, verses 42 and 43. And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship to the breaking of bread and the prayers. And all came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. So the first thing I think that we're going to realize is here in this next verse here, verse 44. And all who believed were together and had all things in common. Notice that. All who believed were together and had all things in common. And they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. If we're going to be together as a church family, as a group of Christians, I think the first thing we need to do is to help people who need help. When you see other Christians who need help, you help them. That's the way God created us to be. Now, when you are going through your day-to-day life, when you're in the hallway, how do you do this? And, and I want you to kind of talk back to me a little bit. How do you take care of Christians who need help when you're in the hallways of your schools? How do you do that? What was that? <laughs> He's homeschooled, so your siblings. Do you have siblings that homeschool with you? No siblings? Okay, he does have some siblings. So your siblings would be the people that you go to school with. So how do you help people in the hallways of your school? You have an answer? All right, helping someone carry their books. That seems pretty simple. Books aren't that heavy. You know, when I was in school, books were pretty heavy to me because I was weak. Uh, And I could have used some help. So maybe you help someone carry their books. If you see them drop their books, you go and help them. What else can you do? Talk to them. Talk to them. You know, earlier when we did our survey, face-to-face didn't get a lot of answers. That doesn't happen all that much. But what if we, as Christians, when we're going through the hallways, we decided... I am going to ask people if they need help. I am going to talk to people. Sounds pretty revolutionary, doesn't it? We're going to talk to each other. You've got people in your school that can help you, and you are there to help others. You're going to help them. So let's let's keep reading in Acts chapter 2. We're going to read on into verse 46. And day by day, attending the temple together... And breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with glad and generous hearts. So how about the second point? 
go ahead to the, the next slide. How about you eat together? Raise your hand if you like to eat. At least you like to eat? Yeah. I like to eat. Keith, you like to eat? <laughs> I like to eat. You like to eat, I'm sure. Eat together as Christians. What if we just started eating together? Now, what does that look like at school or at home, wherever you are? Eat with other Christians when you're in the lunchroom. If you see each other, eat together. For those who aren't in school anymore, ask other Christians to go out to eat together so you can get to know each other a little bit better. We all like to eat. We're all going to have to eat anyway, so might as well eat together. And that's what we're going to do in just a minute. We're going to eat together, and we're going to sit together. We're going to talk to each other, hopefully. Hopefully, y'all talk to each other. But we're going to talk to each other. Eating together is something that the first century church did. They ate together because it was important to them. Because it, was, it caused people to, to, to talk, to, to be together, eat together. So now let's, let's, keep, let's keep reading. Praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved. How about this last one? Praise God together. Now, notice throughout this, this section of Scripture, they studied together, they worshipped together, they prayed together. Do you pray with your friends at school? Do you pray with your co-workers at work? Do you pray with people who you run into at Walmart? You pray with people at Kroger? Are we praying together? Are we a group of Christians who are praying together? You've heard the saying, a family who prays together stays together. But what about friends who pray together stay together? Or Christians who pray together stay together? Or the church who prays together stays together? We are called to be people who are praying to each, with each other. And I think this is extremely important when it comes to the way we connect with each other as Christians. And I think this is something that we need to do. You have more ways to keep in touch with each other than ever before. Uh, another question I thought about asking earlier was, at times during the day, how far away do you get from your cell phone? I thought about asking that question. I couldn't figure out the best way to word it, so I just didn't even include it. But I would say most of you would say it within an arm's length or however long this is between my arm and my pocket. Uh, some of you would say you keep it further away. But you are more easily connected than any group of people in the history of the world. And that's pretty exciting. And as Christians, that gives us an opportunity to connect. And that's the whole purpose of this series is to help us as Christians connect. And tonight, you have an opportunity to connect with each other, but just as you do every Sunday, you have an opportunity to connect better with God. And you can do that through baptism. And you can do that tonight. You can connect with God through baptism. You can become one with Him, one with the blood of Christ, or you've fallen away and you need to reconnect with Christ because you're not connected anymore. So tonight, I want you to focus. I want you to think, how can I become better connected with God, first of all? And number two, how can I tonight become better connected 
with other Christians in my community to become better connected with the church. If you have a need, come forward as we stand and sing.